What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Project Verbatim. On this episode, we're going to be talking about Christmas time. You know, that's one of my favorite holidays of the year. So in this episode, I'm going to go over a few childhood memories that I have and some of my fondest Christmas times, you know, spending uh, with my family, going over, you know, gifts and all of that type of stuff. So hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Sit back and have a go at it. This is Project Verbatim. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Project Verbatim. I am your host, Rodney E. Today, we got a special episode. Today is uh, Christmas Eve, so I want to spend this day, this episode, talking about uh, some some good memories I had for Christmas, you know, coming up, you know, with family and all of that. So, uh, that's basically what this, this episode is going to be about, you know, Christmas, you know, today, like I said, today's Christmas Eve, tomorrow's Christmas, you know, uh, a lot of families are going to be spending time together, you know, enjoying each other's company, having dinner, you know, exchanging gifts, all that stuff. So let's get right into my favorite time of the year, Christmas. Now, uh, around this time of the year, um, a lot changes, you know, as far as, uh, preparation, uh, how people spend their money, you know, travel plans and, you know, stuff like that. But for me, being as though I work for, you know, Pepsi, I'm literally out of four days out of the week, I'm literally in all of the holiday traffic, be it, uh, vehicle traffic or foot traffic like i have to deal with it all because i'm in and out of these stores where people are you know bombarding to get to uh a gift they may have been uh trying to get for a long time so you know i run into that a lot and and with that there's a whole bunch of you know excuse me you know people just like zombies standing in just random places looking at stuff not even paying attention to what's going on around them so, uh, outside of that part, Christmas is, uh, one of my favorite holidays, if not the favorite holiday of all time. So, you know, and that goes back to, you know, when I was young and, you know, spending time with a family, you know, having family dinners and all of that stuff. Now, um, it's, it's strange because, you know, um, the earliest Christmas I could remember was, I want to say I was probably like around six when um uh, my my mom and my brothers and sisters we were staying with um our grandmother where she um we had uh, bunk beds and uh, me Trent and Noel we slept in the same room and um I honestly uh can say that I wasn't too aware of what a Christmas was because prior to that, I can't really remember too much of anything. So I I, want to say that was the first time I became aware of what a Christmas, you know, is. So, uh, my first, uh, gift I can remember getting for Christmas was a fire truck. And 
it wasn't uh, a traditional wake up, go downstairs, you know, unwrap presents or gifts or nothing like that. This was basically um, when we woke up, we had uh, a couple of toys at the foot of our beds. So not on like on the floor, but like literally at the bottom of the bed. So I woke up to this, this truck. I can't even remember what other things I got. I was just that excited about this truck that I don't I don't even remember the other things I got. Um, so that was uh, one of the things that I remember the most about my first uh, Christmas. Um, I don't remember what Trent and Noel got. Like I said, I was so excited about this fire truck. I, I didn't even really much care, honestly. So, but yeah, I um got this fire truck and I played with it for hours on end till um it was time for us to eat i believe um my grandmother she was heavy into church back then so nine times out of ten i guarantee you we were probably going to church that day i, I can't really remember fully but um you, you never really forget your first christmas gift because that was like the most important thing to you now my um my second favorite Christmas that I remember was when my family lived on Southern Avenue. Um, I want to say we, we was at this house for probably three years to, at this point. And um, I remember, you know, asking uh, my mother and my father, could they get me a PlayStation 2? And, you know, they they wasn't sure if they could be able to get it. So I just kind of just let it go. But I just made sure I, I would make mention of it every now and again without being like, like forceful about it. So that morning, uh, we, we all woke up and before we even went into the living room, my mother and my father had this thing where they don't want us to be up extremely early. Like, on Christmas Day, you want to get up as early as possible to get to the, you know, the, the goods. But the night before is probably the toughest night ever because you can't go to sleep. Like, you're so excited. You Well, if your family was anything like mine, your mother probably started cooking the day before. So that now now your house smells like all the food. Uh, you know there's a bunch of presents, you know, under the tree. But we didn't. We didn't have, we didn't see anything under the tree until the morning of. Like my parents, they would leave the stuff in the car or put it somewhere else until, you know, everybody went to bed and then they would, you know, they would uh, wrap the stuff. And then when we came in the morning, it was, it was stuff everywhere. So that's basically how that went. But back to the gifts at Christmas morning, I just remember kind of going into the living room, not really you know, expecting anything too, you know, spectacular to happen. So I just kind of, just kind of played, you know, in the, in the background a little bit. So, and, um, for me, uh, I want to say 90% of the holidays that we had, it was me videotaping it. Uh, my father was big with that. He had this camcorder where you put your VHS tape in it. Of course, it was a blank tape. So you put your VHS tape in it and then you basically hit record and you record everything that's happening. I did that for probably three years straight with this one, this camera, this specific camera. 
this camera is probably the worst camera I've ever used in my life. And I've used quite a bit of them. So this one by far took the cake with complete garbage. Like this this camera was terrible. So um probably a couple of years later I got a um a digital camera. And it pretty much changed the game for me because now I was excited to, you know, shoot video and take pictures and of, of everything that was happening because I felt like, you know, I had the right equipment to do it. So I did it. But um again, I say I keep veering off, you know, off off topic, but you know, that's that's okay. It's it's my show. I can do whatever I want. But anyway, this morning as I was saying, um I kinda just, you know, stayed in the background, not really expecting too much. But um uh there was a gif under the tree that had my name on it. Um I picked it up. It was kinda heavy. I don't I don't even know what I thought it was, but I knew what I didn't think it was, and I didn't think it was the, the PlayStation 2. So I got it. So I'm like, all right, let's see what this is. So I tear it open. I I'm not lied to you now. I tore open one piece of this paper and I instantly knew what I was holding in my hands. Once I noticed that it was this PlayStation 2, I I did everything short of crying, basically. So I I noticed I took this this little small piece of paper off and I literally put this box to my chest and hugged it and spun the whole chair that I was sitting in around and faced the wall. Now I was sitting by the front door, so it was it was kind of a tight space, but I still managed somehow to do it. So then after that, I pretty much gave up on whatever else that might have been under that tree that had my name on it. All I knew was this PlayStation 2 is mine. I'm about to go plug it in. I'm about to go play it. I'm, I don't really care what else happens today. Uh, I didn't care about the dinner. I didn't care that we were going to have our great-grandmother come over. Uh, I didn't care that my cousins were going to come over. I didn't care about recording anything. All I wanted to do was play this PS2. So as that was what my mind was set on. I was extremely happy about it, man. Like I, I took I took that PlayStation with me everywhere I went. If I had to leave the house or go to my aunt's house or for whatever reason, that PlayStation 2 was going with me. And I even remember a couple times I took it to school with me, literally, because I knew that my teacher, Mr. Benton, he was our trade teacher, carpentry teacher. I knew that um we it was we we were kind of we were the kind of class where we did a lot of stuff and finished a lot of stuff kind of quick so I want to say maybe like the last 30 minutes of the class he would be like you know it's it's you know just do what you guys want just you know be quiet about it so I was like I asked I just on whim one day just asked him I was like can we can I plug up the PlayStation so he was like, sure, go ahead. So I, I forget what, which Madden it was we were playing, but we were all playing Madden. It was kind of like a tournament. It, it And it, it got so intense with us. It almost, we almost started gambling, be, be real with you. Like people almost started putting bets on games, but that's just how fun, you know, I thought this game system was. Until this day, I still have a PlayStation 2, like, in my opinion, the PlayStation 2 is probably like the king of gaming consoles for its era. 
Like you couldn't top this system like at all. I mean, in graphics in reliability, the build quality, the design, like this was king of the gaming industry. So this Christmas, man, I, this was the best Christmas to me all because of PlayStation 2. I still did, you know, the recording after a while and, and video recording, but you can be sure that I had that PlayStation safely tucked away, whereas if my cousins came over, there was no playing that PlayStation, none, because I was not about to let nobody get a crack at that system before I did. So, you know, I, I, I eventually, you know, accumulated a few games now, at this time. Uh, this this really wasn't no you go to the store yourself and get games like I had to to get my father to do it because him and my mother stayed going to Walmart so this was before GameStop and all of that so they would go there and you know if I would request a certain game they would get it for me so um, I don't know if that was just because they knew I didn't have games or they just you know knew I was doing what I was supposed to do far as school goes so it, it made it a little easier for them to do it but this was like the best Christmas ever to me. Now, the the gift giving, that part was great. But my fondest, most loving slash hated memory of Christmas has to be by far, hands down, when me and my sister Shay were always tasked with decorating the tree. Now, I always went with, you know, my mother or my sister to go pick up a tree. Nine times out of ten, we collectively agreed on which tree it was. And my mother, she had this thing with her where she liked these huge full trees. So we were getting, see, the house had high ceilings, so she could easily get like a seven-foot tree and it would fit perfectly in the house. And nine times out of ten, that's exactly what she went for. Now, most people would avoid trees that big just for the simple fact that you have to transport this tree to your house safely without you know it sliding off your car. But considering this place was like two, two, th- I want to say two, three blocks away from where we live, it was really easy for us to just grab a tree, drive a short distance, take it to the house. Now we had um, probably at the time one of the the better t- uh, tree base that you could buy far as securing the tree and make sure it was standing up straight. So that was an ordeal in itself, trying to get that to fit inside of that. Because, you know, at this place, they would cut the tree for you, you know, just to give you a, um, a even base. But what they wouldn't do was they wouldn't shave the sides of, you know, they wouldn't shave the sides of a, a base if it didn't fit inside the hole properly. So most of the time I ended up having to shave that stuff off with uh, my father had, you know, quite a few tools laying around the house. So I just took, you know, one of his saws and just, you know, made the proper cuts to, you know, to get it to sit in the base. And it every time it did. But that wasn't the fun part. The fun part was the fact that me and my sister Shay would literally always get into an argument about who's doing what with the tree. Now, in my mind, everything I did made sense. And hers... It was more like she was just trying to help just to say she helped and try to finish it fast. Whereas me, I wanted to take my time. I wanted it to be perfect. You know, I didn't want to just slap some stuff on there and, and call it, 
you know, a, a Christmas tree. I, I never wanted to do that. Now, I took, I took great pride in decorating the tree. But here's where the disconnect came in. If I'm putting lights on the tree and they're going around evenly, they all work. They're all lighting up how they're supposed to. You know, the tree looks good. It's starting to come together. The problem that I ran into was when my sister decided to go behind me and try to readjust the lights because she think it's crooked. Now, common sense would tell you, you will never, ever get lights on a tree to be 100% level, you know, uniform. At at this point, you're just being... You're just being a, a lunatic at this point, trying to chase perfection. But, I mean, I can't talk because I wanted to, you know, to look somewhat even. But she just took extra steps that she didn't even need to have to take. So, nine times out of ten, you know, when we, we put the lights up, you know, we'll move on from that. Now, I can't remember exactly what these things called. But, you know, if you know what it's called, then you can just fill me in later. But um, it's like these, uh, they're ropes, but it's like they have these uh, silver brushes coming out of them. Like I said, I can't remember exactly what they're called, but I think you pretty much get the picture of what I'm talking about. But anyway, you know, I, wrapping these around the tree, again, she's taking these things, she's moving them, and every single time she would do that, we would end up arguing. And my sister, Bub, she would sit there and she would be hysterically laughing because we go through this every single year. And for some reason, we always bump heads. Like, I'm thinking back on it. It's like, it's hilarious. Because, but at the time, I was just was not feeling my sister at all. Like, at all. Because it's like, I'm, I'm trying to do one thing and here you come trying to do something else. Like, I lied to you now. I, I was behind a tree one time. And I, I was wrapping it with something. I can't remember if it was the lights or the decorations or putting bulbs on. I cannot remember. But something happened on the front of the tree. And all I know is the tree starts looking in towards me. I was livid because I'm like, this tree was fine until you got on the other side by yourself. Again, my sister is hysterically laughing because this is like, it almost like she anticipate this part every single year. Now, mind you, at the time, me and Shay, I, we were young. We were teenagers at the point. I, I wouldn't say I was probably 16 or 7. I, you know, I probably wasn't even that old. I, I can't even remember 100%. So I don't even want to put an age on it. But I know I was a teenager at that point. But But it was, like I said, at the time, it wasn't funny because it's like I knew exactly what it is that I was trying to do. But she, here she come with no plan. She just want to throw stuff wherever it falls. Wasn't the happiest camper with my sister. So, like I said, thinking back on it, it's, it's kind of hilarious. And, you know, I, I really, you know, and cherish and, and enjoy times like that with with them, you know, because at the time we all lived in the same house. You know, we, we spent a lot of time with each other, you know, day in and day out. So, you know doing stuff like that, you know, it just made us closer as a family, you know? And then at the end of the night, you know, once everything was set up, you know, my mom, she would turn on her fireplace, you know, and every, all the lights off and it was just, the tree would just be the only thing lit up, you know? And then I would come in and I would take pictures of the tree. 
you know, because at, at, at the end of it all, after the end of all of the arguing, you know, it was probably the most beautiful tree that you could ever see. And my mom, she had this thing with her where she didn't want to use the same color theme every single year. So every year it was something different. You know, one year it could have been blue or burgundy or you just went green, anything. It could have been any color. That was just her thing. And and with us knowing that, we made sure we tried to, you know, keep to the type of theme that she went for. And far as I was concerned, every single year we nailed it. You know, fighting aside, we pretty much nailed it. Okay, so that was that. Now, in this next one, I want to get into five different things. Um, it's called because favorite Christmas. There's going to be five questions and I'll, I'll answer them with things that, you know, would be me answering, answering the questions about Christmas. So let's jump right into that part. Um, the first question is, what is your favorite Christmas movie? That is very easy. My favorite Christmas movie. Well, actually, it's two, but I'm going to just classify them as one. It has to be home alone like kevin McAllister is probably if it depends on how you look at it a demon child like <laughs> but in other words i mean he he's uh like i, I i've always been a, a macaulay Culkin fan like like he struck gold on that movie as far as i'm concerned his breakout career happened with home alone and now he's getting he's getting money for it every single time it comes on you know tv so He's rolling in the dough no matter what. So, as far as movies, yes, Home Alone and Home Alone 2 is my favorite movie. Um, the second question is, what is your favorite Christmas song? Now, I've been trying to find this one song that I heard years ago, back when I heard when I worked at uh, Macy's. And I was trying to find this song for like for a very long time. And I could just never come across it. I knew the melody. I just couldn't figure out what like who sung it. So I, it took me a while to find it until accidentally a few days ago when we were in the car, um, it was, it came on and I heard it and I just had to play it back. So, um, but the song, I think it's called Santa baby from B2K. I know it was weird, very weird, but that like, like that song, like if you ever heard it, that song is, is awesome. So that's my favorite, uh, Christmas song for, uh, you know, for that question. So, um, what is your favorite Christmas gift ever? I uh, went over that early in the episode, but I'll say it again. Uh, when I received a PlayStation 2, that one took the cake for every single Christmas from that point on, up and even up until now. So, that's the answer for that. Now, what is my favorite, who cooks my favorite Christmas dinner? Um, to this point, um, I'm going to say my mom because I've been eating her Christmas dinners for so long and she just absolutely, you know, throws down when it comes to that. Now, a close two has to be um, my kid's mother, her mom. She she cooks up a storm every time she touches the kitchen. And, and I always look forward to, you know, eating her food and and what she's prepared for the holidays because it's always good. So you can't either way you can't lose. So that's that. So, and the last question is what is my favorite Christmas 
period. Uh, my favorite Christmas, I'm probably going to say, um, it's more recently than anything, but um, when my daughter Ava experienced her first Christmas, um, it's, it's a little strange for her because actually she gets kind of double of everything because her birthday is on uh, December 23rd and we actually came home with her from the hospital on Christmas day. So that made it, you know, very special, you know, day for, for us. Otherwise it would have just been another Christmas, but that Christmas will forever hold a, a place in my heart for the simple fact that my daughter, you know, we had just had her two days before and we had came home. It was raining and I was terrified. I was driving like an old person, <laughs> but you know, it was, that was like one of the most, the most magical Christmas I can remember having. So, uh, but prior to that, it would probably been the one when I got the PlayStation two, but we're not going to keep going over that one. So you know how, how that one turned out. So yeah, man, it was, um, it was, uh, a great Christmas for me that year. Because like I say, like she was just born and all I ever wanted, you know, that whole day was to just be around her and hold her hand and and smell her and just touch her. Like that whole day could have been a blur to me, but she um she definitely made it worthwhile. So even down to this this up to this point, you know, her grandparents constantly say, Well don't you know, you can't get her birthday gifts. And, and and Christmas gifts all at the same time. You have to split them up. So I'm like, I get that. I really do. But at the same time, like my wallet is my wallet. And if I have to pay for it, then she's going to get exactly what I bought for her. And we're going to give it to her how we see fit. It's not like she's going to be, she's not going to get anything. But, you know, this year it's a little different because now she has a little brother. So we have to make sure that he's involved in that as well. So... It's a though that is my favorite Christmas of all time. So, and um, we'll see how tomorrow goes. So, um, like I said, tomorrow is is officially Christmas Day. So, we'll see how that goes. We we'll make some new memories and you know enjoy family and all of that. So, I'll have you know uh, uh, some driving to do because I have to bounce between my house and uh, their grandmother's houses. So. We're going to have a pretty, pretty eventful day, you know, coming into tomorrow. So, you know, we um we did basically did all our cooking today so that we didn't have to worry about that tomorrow. So all we have to do tomorrow is wake up, feed the kids breakfast and just pretty much decide who house we're going to hit first and just, you know, carry the day that way. So, you know, I'm having a pretty good, you know, uh, holiday break. I'm actually on vacation because you know, work. I have to take my vacation before the years out. Otherwise it's like a use it, lose it kind of situation. And I was not about to lose seven days of no work and I get the the Christmas holiday off and I still get paid for it as if I was at work. So it's like, that's not a, that's not a lose by any means. So that is, um, that's basically, you know, what we're, we're looking forward to far as tomorrow and just creating new memories. You know, I got their mom, her, her gift. I gave it to her early because I had to make sure that what I got her was exactly what she wanted. Well, not so much as what she wanted, but what would be practical for her to use. 
So, you know, I, I pretty much got her that, you know, it's, it caters to her, you know, I, I don't know if she want to call it a career move at this point, but it caters to, you know, a hobby of hers of what she want to do. So she'll probably talk about that on the show. Um, she's going to be probably more than likely on the next episode. So it'll be fun having her on, you know, just to, you know, pick her brain a little bit about, you know, being a, a, a mom of, of two little children being a stay at home mom while she's trying to balance, you know, getting back into the workforce and, and looking after them. So again, it'll be a pretty interesting episode. So like I guess say she's going to be on, uh, on the next episode and, um, we'll, we'll get a chance to chop it up with her and, and see where her head is at with, you know, her, uh, her, her YouTube channel, you know, she has a um, YouTube channel for, you know, basically single moms. I, I don't know. I don't want to call it a guideline for single moms. I think she's just more so telling her experiences with being a single mom because she wanted to tap into a area where she felt like there wasn't proper representation for her age group. So she decided to, you know, be that voice. And she she's doing actually, you know, well. You know, she has her followers that seem like they're going up every day, you know, people watching her videos. So and I wish nothing, nothing but the best for her and, and, you know, her channel for that. So, but again, tomorrow, I mean, not tomorrow, um, next episode, we'll have her on and, you know, we'll, we'll get into that with her, you know, see exactly what it is that, you know, she's trying to accomplish with this and, you know, just, just like I said, pick her brain a little bit. You know, she's an absolutely awesome woman, you know, very intelligent. You know, she she pretty much knows what it takes to be a single stay at home mom. So it'll be fun to uh, to have her, you know, on the show and, and, and go over all of that with her. You know, I'll make sure I'll ask her all the right questions, you know, and, 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 and respect her privacy as well. So, you know, some things we've agreed upon to not do as far as, you know, the children go. Like at this point, we don't, neither one of us feel comfortable with posting, you know, uh, pictures of the children online. Not saying that we would, we won't do it, but we won't go have a whole photo shoot and then like post 10 pictures of that photo shoot. We'll probably post one, if that, and and pretty much take it that way. Because people do steal baby pictures and I don't got time for that. Like, honestly, I, I really don't have time for that because as big as the internet is, I mean, if you think you put a stop to something, you really haven't. You just basically got rid of that avenue to, you know, stop that thing. But whatever. But anyway, yeah, we'll we'll have her on next episode and, you know, sit down and have a chat with her and, and see how things is going with her on her end of life. But that'll pretty much wrap it up for this episode. And um, I really do, you know, hope that you guys enjoy the uh content that i'm looking forward to giving you guys on a regular basis as far as um you know just some good good talk you know so and um with that being said i'm going to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of project verbatim and this was a very very special episode you know basically a christmas theme so i want to say uh a very very happy 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 Happy, happy, happy time for for you and you guys to spend with your family tomorrow. And, and hopefully it turns out to be, you know, a magical time for everyone. And just uh, wishing everyone a very 
very uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, hopefully, everybody has a, a great 2019. I sure know I am. So, hopefully, we can uh, we can um, make this uh, this podcast a, a a big thing where you know we stretch over you know many platforms and, and catch many ears. But until then, once again, I am your host Rodney, and I want to thank you guys for stopping by another episode of Project Verbatim. Peace.